Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Men Let's Talk. Men Let's Talk is an online webinar that will be running from today, this Monday, 1st of June, to the 29th of June. Every Monday, I'm going to be coming your way with different topics about the main book. And like I explained on my social media handles, if you saw the flyer, there's been a lot of talk about women empowerment, talking to the girl child, even I think the celebration of the girl child is even more prominent than the National Day for the boys. And it co- comes to mind that what's happening with the boys? Is anybody talking to the boys? What are we actually telling them? What do we expect from them? And could it be that if the boys rise up to their own um, responsibilities, that our world will be better for it? Well, those are one of the questions we'll be answering today for our first episode we are having who is talking to the boys and i'm really excited about this series please if you're joining in live now if you're joining into this video you can tag your friends come and watch it's not just for the men it's for also it's also for the women who love them sisters mothers wives and all of that so please tag your friends create watch parties and pick up a lesson or two from today's program i guess it's a relationship series i'm going to be having other speakers for the rest of the month um so today i have with me our guest and he is a man of many parts and he's mr ebuka obika he is a mentor for youth and boys especially he's the visionary behind save the boys initiative and for about 10 years, I'm told that he has been doing a lot of work with the boy child and young people to trying to help them and mentor them to develop properly and become better people in their society. He's married with a beautiful daughter and of course a lot of foster sons and I'm sure he has been doing a lot of things too for the parents and teens in mentorship. So please, if you would join me, I'd make welcome Mr. Ebuka. So glad to have you here, sir. Thank you very much. So glad to have you. And I'm so glad to be in this uh, session this evening. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. Okay, um, I'm going to be ha- asking um, our guest today some questions and I'm going to have him answer them based on his knowledge and experience. And please feel free in the comment section to ask questions when you're not clear about today's session or other questions bothering your mind on the boy channel. So our topic today is who is talking to the boys? And before we go further, if you don't mind, can we share a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for today. We appreciate you for what you're set to do. We thank you for the light you're bringing our way. Thank you for the understanding that's going to be shared across our hearts. Thank you for this initiative of Men Let's Talk. Thank you because it's going to go beyond today and it's going to help shape the lives of men across the nations of the earth. It's going to help shape the lives of boys and it's going to help our nation become a better place. Our nations of the world become a better place. Lord, we ask that as we discuss this evening, you speak to our hearts and help us, oh God, form good deliberations and discussions that will help us become better people in general. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Yeah, amen. So, sir, my first question to you is, why is there so much emphasis on the morality of the girl child compared to the boys? 
um, we see that little girls from as young as age five or four sometimes are told that they should behave themselves, dress up properly because they are vulnerable to the male folk, not even their mates. Surprisingly, older uncles, sometimes fathers, sad enough. And the male folk, you know, it's like we hear of a girl of four ribs by her dad, a, a girl of five or six or seven is uh, raped or is involved in sexual immorality, as we know in the Christendom. And it's, it's saddening, it's saddening, okay? And I want to ask, why is there so much on the girl child as compared to the boys? Is it is it just the way God made it? Or is it that um, because women are said to be on the receiving end, or do boys also face their own issues with sexual immorality and abuse at a very young age? Let's hear from you. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, thank you for this um, topic. It's a very sensitive one, and it's timely. It's really needed in times like this. The truth is that um, the issue of patriarchy has really affected us as people. You know, you can't deny the fact that women are always on the receiving end when it comes to violence against women and girls. And um, the truth is not far-fetched from the fact that um, our society has suffered from the plague of patriarchy, especially even before the pre-colonial times, you know, and that has really affected us as a people because uh, we grew up with the mentality that, you know, men, you know, there's, there's this um, toxic masculinity or um, some um, status that they are portioned to the men that... If society felt so many people abused it, and that is what has brought us to this mess. They felt so many men abused that privilege, so many men now use that to oppress the women. So because of those challenges and the issues we've had right from the pre-colonial era till now, so there has been this issue of toxic masculinity and the evil that so many people in society have suffered from men who don't have understanding of who they are and how to manage their power, their position, and their and their place in the society. So that has led to a lot of issues. And then when this violence now became on the increase, there was no need to begin to help the girls, to empower the women, to help them know how to manage this violence, this uh, toxic nature of men of some men in quotes. So because of all that women have gone through in the hands of men who didn't really understand their place and position, that endangered so many women and girls. And that now made it um, obvious for women to start, you know, uh, developing, knowing how to withstand those challenges or those violence. So a lot of attention was not paid to the women on how to help them on how to bring them up out of that crisis. So we can't uh, deny the fact that women are going through a lot in society and that most men are the cause of this issue. So that just led to the empowerment and all that is happening around women. It's just that we did it to an extent that we now forgot that. Well, I say, forgot that the boys exist. I will now forgot that if the men are the ones causing this issue, then we, there has to be a balance in raising both the boys and the girls. But if the men are the cause of most of these issues, then 
it will be pertinent, it will be critical to look into issues that pertain them because when these men are equipped, when they are developed, when they, they have the moral value, when they are inculcated with the right values, they will know that a man shouldn't hit a woman, a man shouldn't disrespect a woman, a man should know how to handle a woman. Understand? So women are empowered, but we lack men who now have the required capacity to live with these empowered women. That brought us more tension mm. and the state that we are in. Thank you very much, sir, for doing justice to that. So you're saying that because of things that have happened in the past, yes, yeah. you know, being end and being vulnerable, so there's been a lot of attention paid to them to help them come out of that. And then somehow we seem to have forgotten that the men actually exist. And they are even the ones, some of them, the bad ones, in quotes, are the ones that have put the women in such states. So as we are helping the women, we must ensure that we teach the, the bad men to become good men. Okay? <laughs> All right. I think there was a part B to that question. Maybe let me shed a little more light on it. I'm asking, would boy children, like boys, would the boys actually face sexual harassment? Or how, how often do we hear of those? Or is it just for the girls? Do women have little boys or the older men abuse little boys thank you very much for asking that question so um coming from where i just um, what i just been talking about you know so with all that is happening to the women you know most of them have forgot that the boys also exist and the boys are also going to be research shows that one out of every six boys is sexually abused before the age of 16. and this this statistic is low for the boys because it's underreported because there has been a culture of silence around the issue of the sexual abuse of boys. I've related the number of boys who have recounted their experiences of sexual abuse. And this abuse is done by both men and women. Which, yes, did women fall in place? A lot of them have been abused by housemates, by cousins, by neighbors, by aunties. I have countless number of cases. I've had cases where a boy has been abused by the mother's younger sister, by house girls, by stepsister. We have deep issues. A lot of boys are going through this issue of sexual abuse. But because we don't pay attention to it, and the law has not protected the boys over the years, there's a culture of silence because the boys even know that the law does not defend them. The society does not defend them. Nobody says anything about it. When a boy tells you that he's raped or he's abused, what you say, ah, no boy, how did he, how did you have erection? How did it happen? On a, well, erection happens even when you're under pressure. Once you are, you are being stimulated, you have erection. That you have erection does not mean you have con- that you are giving consent. So a lot of boys sexually abused. And that is what has made so many men to grow up to be hurting and to be bitter because they have these issues that nobody looks into. I know when it's a girl child, you are careful with who you leave the girl with. You are careful. Ah, ah this person can stay with my girl. This person can stay with my girl. But when it's a boy, you can leave the boy with anybody. Any house man can stay with a boy. Any gate man, any auntie, any uncle, any baba, anybody can stay with the boy. And we don't care. But I've seen boys that have been raped at two. I had a case of two years old who was sexually abused, six years old, eight years old, ten years old. 
and most of them have happened between the ages of two and ten. And it opens the boy to a wide range of sexual desire. And that's why we see one of those men you see there you people call them womanizers. This one is the flex. This one is the, you know, call them all manner of names. It is come. But most times we don't look down to the trace and know where this all started. Most of them were exposed to this at a very tender age and open their sexual appetite. And at 10 or 13, they're already wise. They're looking for where to satisfy their sexual audience because they've been open to something before time. So most men who are promiscuous have a position of sexual abuse. But because mm. of the culture of silence, they don't talk about it. Even most parents, if I ask you now, if boy comes to you and says sexually abused by a man, so parents don't even know what to do. So they just ask you a man, a man of... Uh, you know you are the man and they will ask you how did it happen. But I've seen countless number of cases. I know the law on rape, the criminal code defines rape as having the carnal knowledge of a girl when a man penetrates a girl. So from the inception, that law has closed up the mouth of the man from talking about his sexual abuse because he only protects the girl child in rape. And so over the years, men don't talk because there's no law to defend you. Even when you go to the police, no, but no law. You because even though they see some catch somebody in the act and it's not in the law, no, there's nothing anybody can do about it. Understand? And it's so much difficult for the men because when a, 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 a woman is raped, you can see evidence. But sometimes when a woman rapes a man, you can't really what will you use to <laughs> check to know whether it happened. So it's and it's critical. But we thank God for the child rights act and the bad act that come to correct those anomalies in the abuse of boys in law. But it is unfortunate that so many states have not domesticated that act, especially in the north. And what is not domesticated in a state, the setting cannot be tried. So because of this, boys know that there's no law to protect us. When we speak, I was in a program talking about the rape, uh, rape of, uh, of men. And when I talked about people, everybody laughed. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> I can mend you. I think when we are laughing. So that is the situation we find ourselves. We think a rape or sexual abuse of boys is a mirage. But it is something that comes to live with us. And so many men are suffering from the ripple effects of this trauma. But because we don't talk, and that's one of the things we are doing to break the culture of silence. You need to talk about it. You need to deal with it. Because when you don't talk about it, you are the one that will suffer tomorrow. You are the one that will have a damaged reputation tomorrow, a damaged marriage. But by the time that man is married, he's used to now sleeping with different girls and he can't contain with the same one person because it opened him up at a tender age and he's now suffering from the ripple effect of it. So a lot of boys are going sexual abuse. I can tell you a lot. And most parents don't have an idea. That's what we are speaking of, having parents to know what is happening to the boys. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, ask a follow-up question. All right. So if I ask you, what do you think is the greatest influence on the boy child? What, who influences or what influences the boy child most? Is it parents, the environment, social media, family members, peers? What do you think is the greatest influence on the boy child, especially as early adolescents? Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I, w- I will tell you what it should be, but it's not. I okay. feel the father should be on top mm. of the game and be a major influence. 
But the challenge we are having now is that fathers, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. And that still brings us to um, not inculcating values. The culture of silence around me and things that has happened. Most men see themselves as, um, you know, there's this growing up a lot of, there's a lot of um, issues men have growing up. So even when people become fathers, they still want to train their children or align to what they have, you know, learned, what they grew up with, that the father is just a lion in the house. You come back, you sit down, they serve you food, you have pot belly, you eat five meals, you know. So that's what they, they, they grew up with. And that's what we are seeing replicating in marriages. And so the boy is lacking a role model that you should learn um, 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 healthy masculinity from. That you should learn a, a, a healthy self-esteem of, of manhood from. So when that is lacking and there's no role modeling from the fathers, then the boys, because they cannot live in a vacuum. A man is wired in such a way that he needs another person to guide him. A man is wired in such a way that he needs to be mentored. Every man desires to be led. They, they desire to be led. But because that place of fathers have been lost, and that vacuum has to be filled, that's why most of our sons now go to the street, look for friends, look for people who will fill that vacuum because something is missing at home. And mothers are really trying. But the truth is that no matter how a mother tries in raising a son, there's still the place of a male figure. There's still something that the woman can achieve. The place of um, building healthy masculinity in that man, it, it cannot be overemphasized. So the mother may be loving, but there's still something they can do. So because that missing link is there, most boys don't go to the friends, to the social media, to the environment, to the street, to model them, to give them love, to give them attention, to see the vacuum that has been created, to give them that modeling, to give them that living that they've not gotten at home. So it should be from the father. But because the fathers have missed it, we are seeing them going to the street or going to other venues to get that influence from. And we can see the results in society when we cry. Okay, sir. Um, that said, can you tell us a little bit about what you do in Save the Boys Initiative? Thank you very much. So, seeing this crisis that we have as a people, as a nation, look at the rate of divorce in the homes. It's alarming. Look at the crop of leaders we are having. It's alarming. Look at where we are as a nation. If, if we have leaders who have right value, who will not be in this mess, will not be in business as a nation. Look at the violence happening against women and girls. So look at all of this. And it's because there's a foundational issue that has not been corrected. So these men grow up to become toxic. And so that is, that is where this burden and this passion came from. These boys also need help. These boys also need to be, you know, liberated. They also need to be transformed. They also need somebody who will talk to them. When they are going, when they are having feelings, when they are having the, the, the emotions they are building, how to you know what they need to do, how to you know treat a lady when they are suffering from abuse, what to do, how to guide them psychologically, emotionally, you know, how to fill the vacuum, then training them to be responsible men. So that's what we we'll do at Save the Boys Initiative. We mentor, equip, and empower boys to live positive and productive lives. 
we look into issues that boys go through, young men go through, and the aim is to equip them, to, to mentor them, to guide them to live responsible lives. We believe that if the boys are equipped, most of the crisis we are having as a nation will not be there. If the boys are helped, if the needs of the boys are met, then we grow up to be responsible fathers, responsible husbands, responsible leaders, and we'll have this peace and this balance for this crisis we are having because we lack men who have the right body. So that's what we do at Save the Boys Initiative, meeting to the needs of boys that are even, are even troubled. We go as fathers, reaching boys on the street, those are troubled. See how we can equip them because if we don't do anything, nobody will be at peace. If they are criminals on the way, look at the one million boys gang in Lagos. When they started, nobody was at peace. So the boy we neglect today will become a nuisance tomorrow. And nobody will be at peace if the males are not properly guided and modeled to re- live responsible life. So that's what we are doing because we want to see a better society. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much for the great work you're doing with Save the Boys Initiative. And I want to believe also that you also have a kind of program where you talk to uh, parents, yes. teachers, yes. and all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to ask very sensitive question, but very important too. What does it take for a boy to become a man. See that there's a gap between the boy of today and the man of tomorrow. And there's so much pressure on the male folk. Like, like um, let me check more like, you, you finish from secondary school, get to university, your parents sponsor you, NYSC, and then you come out, there's no job. And you you are you, you are under a kind of pressure to prove yourself. Or mm-hmm. probably, see, you found love and you know you want to express that love in your relationship and marriage and the woman or the lady believes that you ought to be able to provide or something so my question is what does it take to be a man move from being just a boy to a man is it just about age are there expectations from society is there something biblical about it or is it about where you, you are able to maybe get married or you can have a house or a car you are now a man. What does it take to be for a boy to be a man? Thank you very much. I just concluded word of the boy child. The word uh, the thing for this celebration, this is um, 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 raising role model for peaceful and um, a peaceful society. So for centers on raising role models. I think what um, one critical thing that boys need in this transition to manhood is role modeling. And that is the challenge we are having now. We lack, boys lack role models. There are men who have gone ahead, but it's as if the ones that are toxic are more than the ones that are responsible. So boys are having a crisis who to look up to. So in this transition, one thing that is critical is role modeling. If our men can pick up this challenge of understanding where we have a society and where we'll be tomorrow if nothing is done to the younger generation and begin to intentionally equip our boys and then guide them into becoming responsible men. Boys want to be led, like I said, and once they're equipped uh, uh, rightly and they are modeled, they, they become responsible. They just learn. They like to learn from modeling. Once they watch you do the right thing, and then they follow through. So that is what a man, a boy needs in this transition. And when he keeps learning that thing, when he keeps learning that thing, you see him start practicing what he's learning from that from a man. That's why you see boys are, are easily swayed into 
like now there's a, a rising trend in um, um, these um, fraudulent activities and see so many boys in need. Whatever is trending, you see more boys in need because boys like to learn by modeling whatever is happening, they want to follow you. So, and that is what is making you see a man of 65, 30. Look, he's acting like a child, he's still acting like a teenager because the society or the environment has molded him into becoming what he is. So, when boys have right role models around them, and they begin to inculcate these values in them. Once boys begin to display these and learn by and practice, then it helps them in it equips them in becoming responsible. But I think that is what is critical for boys in this transition. Once that learning is done, you see a lot of changes, you see a lot of things that happen to them. So we are calling on fathers to please wake up to their responsibility in modeling the right values to their sons. So a follow-up question to that. Assuming a boy doesn't have a father, like a biological father, and probably has had failed mentors, is there still hope for him? Or is there a way the mother can still help? Or is there a way he can still come out good even without having that father figure? Thank you very much. Yes, there is hope. The mothers are really trying, and I also appreciate Every single mothers who are taking to go by their own, you know, you see them one, one, one. I really appreciate the mothers, the single mothers. You see their passion to help these boys to become something. You see their passion, they are going all out to help the boys, you know. You see some of them that sit on us without maybe somebody really guiding them. But what I've discovered is a lot of them are open to learning. We see them. And reaching out to somebody, reading books about other men that maybe, you know, some people are being modeled even when they are not having a physical contact or they are talking with that. They are reading books, they are keeping themselves, learning from the life of a person. So even when the father is not there and the mother is there, the mother can do her best. But I, I call it single mothers. Look for a mentor for your son. It can be your pastor, it can be a teacher in school, it can be a, a man that you know who has he has a, a good um, a religious background, he has integrity, he's somebody you can trust. Because we've seen cases where even mentors abuse these young boys, even pastor or you know, you know, religious leaders even abuse these young boys. We've seen, we've seen that happen. So it requires a lot of sensitivity on the part of the parents in keeping that child. So if the father is not there, we encourage the mother to look for a mentor who will guide that but when you are passionate about it and you look around you see and boys who don't have um that please look around look around when you prayerfully and uh, talk to god about that you will you will see someone and then there's a question you ask me i wanted to say something but it's my mind about is there something spiritual about it yes right from um the creation there have been a contention about the late side right from the beginning there has been a contention about the male, male child, right from uh, the Garden of Eden to Moses. You know, there has been a, 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 a fight, you know, for those of us that are Christians. Uh, 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 you know, from Moses, King Herod wanted to wipe out the male, all the male child. You see, Jesus, another Herod, rose up to wipe away the male child. In this contention, why this interest wiping out the male child? 
And even in our time, we are seeing so many heroes in different capacities trying mm. to destroy that lineage because there's something there's something the enemy is fighting in the life of the boy, in the life of the male child. Because he knows that Bible says that if the foundation is the work and the righteous do, you know, mm-hmm. because these men will be the leaders in head tomorrow. And once the enemy has succeeded in getting them at the foundation of their life, they have succeeded in getting the family. And the target is always the family. That's why it's fighting to ruin the life of these boys so that they will be responsible fathers tomorrow. And once the enemy succeeds in getting a family, then the nation and the institutions are destroyed because the family is the major, is the fundamental institution that builds a nation. So it's a spiritual battle, but most parents don't understand the war that is going on to wipe out this day. When we begin to understand that comes from that life, it will help us to be on our toes, to resist the devil over our son, and we'll see a better society when that happens. Amen, amen. Thank you very much. I'm not now, but I'd like to ask you another question. Can you tell us a little bit about your unpublished book, Boys to Men? What does it mean? <laughs> <Okay. Yes. laughs> it's a book that just helps um, boys understand uh, who they are, understand what, you know, so many boys don't even understand why they do what they do. So many parents don't understand why boys act the way they do. You know, one of the things that God has blessed boys with is the high dose of testosterone. That's the hormone that is responsible for, you know, so many things in their body, you know, and that is responsible for the high energy most boys have, you know. So most parents don't even understand why these boys are just hyperactive, why they are full of energy. So there's always the attention. Why do you, why do you want to go? Where are you going to? What are you doing? Calm down, calm down. You can't calm down. The God has blessed you with energy that needs to be unleashed. So what we need to do as parents <laughs> to know how to channel these energies positively. So boys need to understand why they even act the way they do. So done. I, I was talking with a boy who was um, who was uh, you know experiencing nocturnal emission. What boys call wet dream. Even at twenty, he kept feeling that he's abnormal. Something is wrong with. Him. So boys need to know that when these things are happening, this things to know and this boy should because of these things they don't know so many people tell them so many lies that this is why it's happening you need to do this you need to start people women need to start going out you know just those lies have plunged so many of them into immorality and all forms of um, um, um social ills so this book is to help boys understand who they are why they are the way they do and when they see such things this is what you should know and this is what you should do also to help parents understand the boy type the developmental stages of a boy, why a boy acts the way he does, and how to help boys, how to you know, help them go through the transition, and how to guide them, how to affirm boys. Many parents know that boys like to, the boys, they, they like to be affirmed. Boys also want attention. You, you really get I want Boys want to be loved. Some parents mm-hmm. tell themselves, I love you. They think it's something nice to say, boy, I love you. And so the boy grows up thinking that he can't tell a woman, I love you. He also marry to tell his wife I love you because that's what we unconsciously groom them to to know mm. or to send. Boys need to be loved. When you keep affirming, showing love, petting, hug them, you know, let them have that warmth. When they also they know that that is how a man also show warmth. But when mm. you a man, if you don't tell them I love you, they will see you hugging the girl, but you're not hugging them. 
they see a man should not hug, a man should not show love, a man should not show affection. And so they grow up with that mindset. So we need to understand who these boys are and help them. And that will help us to have a better society, better marriages. So all of these issues that happen is a foundational issue. And it's because of the culture of the toxic masculinity and the silence around boys. So this book will help to address all of that. Okay, what well, why do we expect it to be out, sir? <laughs> very soon, hopefully uh, in this new quarter, I believe. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much this I really appreciate that you actually agreed when I reached out. You didn't ask me too many questions. <laughs> share your experience and also to enlighten men and women about the issues the boy child is facing. Uh, I believe that um, from the conversation, people might have one or two questions. So please, if you have questions, just go to the comment section and write out your question. And I'm sure that um, with time, our guest today would respond to you under the comment section. So, and if you want further information from him or you want to know about what he's doing or to join him, I think you can also reach out to him um, via Facebook. Is that okay, sir? Yeah, just for save the boy, save the boys initiative. Or just the name you are seeing here. You can or look at yes, Mr. Ibuka Obika, and then you see you see what he's doing and the beautiful work that he can he has been doing and how to join him if you will, or if you would need help in this area of training your boys. Or if you're a young boy and you need a mentor to, I think I'll reach out to him and um, he'll take it up for you. Thank you very much, sir, for your time today. You, I really do appreciate it. And I trust that people have learned, well, I have learned one or two things from this and I'm sure going to be practice for my son and, of course, every other boy trying to come across. Thank you very much, sir. Um, Thank you. God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Everyone, we're going to come again next week, Monday. We're going to be talking about men and sexuality. I'm not going to reveal who our guests will be for next Monday, but just watch out on this page. I'll be um, advertising in the course of the week and we'll know who our guests will be. But if you would have any questions for us to address on men and sexuality, do well to come to my inbox or send an email to Love Life love life with josie at gmail.com i'll put my i'll put my email in the comment section too, so you can reach out to me and ask your questions perhaps i'll be asking one of those your questions to our guest next week thank you very much for joining us today and do have a wonderful night thank you Mr. Ibuka, one more time god bless you and thank god you thank you Jesus. god bless your family and may god prosper your work and may god send you in the name of Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.